Hey, y'all, this is Mallory Irvin, and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best, and that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Living Fully. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's something that surprisingly I haven't really talked about on this show. And what's even funnier is that it is a huge part of what shaped me as a human being and like part of my life. It is a little show called The Amazing Race. So if you guys are just now listening to this podcast out of the blue and you don't know anything about me, Part of my um, story is that I did three seasons of a show called The Amazing Race. It's a show on CBS, primetime TV. It's basically where 12 teams of two people race around the world for $1 million. That's the prize at the end if you're the last team standing. And basically what you do is you fly from one country to the next, to the next, to the next. They're all a surprise. You open this clue. It says like fly to Brazil and find this flag in this town and go and do this challenge in this town hall. And it's all these random things. You'll complete these challenges. It it makes you to where you can go on to the next leg. They call them leg of the race and then so on. Now, if you're last place in any of these legs or countries, you get eliminated. In the very end of the show, three teams race for the million-dollar prize. And I did the amazing race with my dad. And it happened right after I did Miss America. So it was in 2010 is when I filmed my first season. And it was truly the most amazing experience, like one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I'm the oldest of four kids, so like one-on-one time with my dad was pretty rare, and I was really close to my dad, and it was just this really amazing experience because you travel the entire world doing these amazing things that like people don't even get to do. You can't even pay to do some of these things, and you don't have a cell phone. You don't have a computer. You are truly disconnected to your life and to the world around you while you're traveling the world around you, and it's just such a an amazing experience and and one that I learned a lot of lessons from. And I feel like even though these were short stints of time where I was filming the show, you're like in, in this pressure cooker. It's just such a, everything is heightened. Everything is like so exciting and so big and the emotions that you're sharing and the experiences that are happening to you are just so huge that you can really learn some monumental life lessons. And I'm going to tell you a couple stories from my time on The Amazing Race and some really powerful lessons that it taught me and some things that I've carried into my everyday life from them. I would like to thank today's sponsor of the podcast, Smart Cups. You can head to smartcups.com and enter the code Mallory20 for a discount and you'll hear more about them later in the episode. I did the first season right after I did Miss America. So, you know, they had originally kind of talked to me about Survivor and and I was just like, I've been starving to death, I feel like, for this beauty pageant for so long. Like, I don't know if I can do Survivor because you have to literally like go on this island and search for food. And I was like, I need some, I need to not have to search for my food. I need to eat like a lot of real food. So anyways, I was just like, I don't know. And then they started talking to me about The Amazing Race. So I was like, oh my gosh, my dad's been watching this show on our couch for 10 years. Could I apply with my dad? 
And they're like, yeah, sure. So everybody has to apply and go through this process. It's very, very hard to make it on the show. Long story short, we made it on the show. We started filming this show just a few months after I competed in the Miss America pageant. So I just came off this high of doing this amazing thing and this really glamorous event on stage in front of millions of people where I was trying to be a very poised, polished version of myself to literally traveling the world with a backpack on my back, living out of a backpack. I had the clothes packed for the hottest days in like Africa to the same backpack with the clothes that I was going to have to wear on the top of the Matterhorn Mountain in Switzerland. And those were two places that I did go on that season of The Amazing Race. And it's just a really amazing experience. And it's just, it was really cool, like even prepping for it and packing for it. We didn't know what to expect on this first season. After that first season, we did an all-star season. And then I did another all-star season after that. So the first lesson and experience that I'm going to talk to you about today was actually from that second season. So this was the all-star season. It was called Unfinished Business. And it was basically the teams that something had happened in that first season that they were on. And and they feel like they kind of got cheated and they didn't make it to the end. And, and they, they deserved a second chance. So we were on this season because of a lesson that I'll tell you about that happened in that first season. But so this all-star season, we almost won. So we made it to the very last leg, the leg that you're racing for the million dollars. And we had come from Brazil. So what you do on the show, like I said, you open up this clue and it says, fly to this country and do this. You do this challenge or whatever. You open another clue. It says, go to this place and do this. You do that challenge, whether it be a physical challenge or a mental challenge or sometimes a an emotional challenge, I feel like. And then if you're able to complete that challenge or whatever it is that you're facing, then you go on to the next thing. We made it to, uh, we, we were in first place on that very final leg in Brazil. So we knew we were in the running for the $1 million, my dad and I. So we opened that clue in Brazil, like that next morning, we slept that night. We opened up the next clue and it says, fly to Miami, Florida and find... I forget what the first clue said to find. It was something in Miami, Florida. So what you then have to do is you have to race, like get in the car and or get in a taxi or a a rickshaw, whatever country you're in, like whatever mode of transportation you can get to the airport and you get to the airport in that mode of transportation. So we get to the airport in Rio de Janeiro and we get on the plane to Miami, Florida. We land in Miami and, you know, a lot of people, they ask me when they're asking about reality TV, because a lot of reality TV shows are really staged and they're, some parts of them aren't really real. They're, they're kind of produced. The Amazing Race is not that at all. The Amazing Race is 100% real life. There is nothing fake. There's nothing staged. It is the reality of two people truly racing around the world. And if you complete the challenge and you win the challenge, you win the challenge. If you don't win the challenge, you don't win the challenge. They don't make anything look like it wasn't in real life. It is truly reality TV. And so much so that like, I didn't even realize that that it was going to be as real and nitty gritty as it was until I got on the show. There's even like a lawyer present sometimes to make sure that the challenge is completely fair. You know, there are all these little behind the scenes little things that I think about that I'm like, man, you know, all these things that I saw and that I experienced, but it is a true reality show. And I always say, and this is kind of going to tease to the life, life lessons that I learned is you think, okay, I can prepare for this show by getting in the best shape of my life because a lot of the challenges are, are physical. A lot of these challenges are, 
are running the fastest and lifting the most and being agile and quick and have to do with balance. You never know what you're going to be doing. I mean, I literally was like hundreds of feet in the air in China doing acrobatics. And then we're like bungee jumping out of a plane into something. And then you're like carrying like a barrel of concrete blocks, like through this village in Africa. I mean, there are just so many physical challenges that it could be that you find in the country that you're supposed to do. But you think, okay, if I prepare really physically and I'm in the best shape of my life, I'll win. Or you think, oh, I'm great at puzzles and I'm really great in high-stress environments or I'm really well-traveled and I know all these languages. And you think that you can prepare. And if you're super prepared, then you can win the show. Like in life, (laughs) the amazing race is you can prepare as physically, as mentally, as emotionally, be as well-traveled, but about 40% of that show is just the luck of the draw and things that are out of your control. And it's the luck of what taxi cab you get in. It's the luck of what line you stand in at the airport and how that that person is going to help you get on a flight or not get on a flight. It is what person you ask for directions on the street. It is truly such a game of luck also. So we land in Miami, Florida. Like I said, this is the last leg. And at the end of this leg, someone's going to win a million dollars. And we're super prepared. We're a great, strong team. Like we feel like we kind of like had it in the bag. And what's really funny is we run off this airplane. We, we have our backpacks on our back. So we run straight off the airplane through the, through the airport. Like our cameramen are chasing us. And we got in the first taxi that we saw. And being the nice people from Kentucky that my dad and I are, we jump in that cab. We're like, go, 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 go to this place, whatever. And this lady yells out, I've been waiting in line for that taxi for an hour. And we being the nice people that we are, we're not like, hey, we're in a show where we can win a million dollars. Like, we need to go. We get out of that taxi and we get into the taxi behind that taxi. We get into that taxi and realize that that taxi driver can hardly speak English, cannot understand us is new to Miami and doesn't know directions around Miami. Like I said, we don't have a cell phone or any way of knowing directions. So you really rely on the person that you get in their cab. You really rely on them to get you to that location. And long story short, this cab driver, his name was Sterling. Oh, it's so painful to remember this, but he got us lost for an hour and a half. And we completed that leg and we only lost the amazing race by about a minute and a half and lost that million dollars by literally like a minute and a half. And you know my whole story. You know that there was a time in my life where I was kind of spiraling out of control in a lot of ways. And I was really in a, in a dark place and in kind of a sad place. I, was, I couldn't sleep without the assistance of sleeping medication. I couldn't stay awake without like the, the assistance of another medication. I was just really in like this real kind of like a spiral. And I was kind of a shell of myself. Um, kind of around that period of time. And while I look back at that time and I think to myself, man, we could have won $1 million so easily with just like a split second decision the other way. But I look at that and I think to myself, had we won that million dollars with the state that I was in in my own life, I don't know that I would be sitting here recording this podcast today. I, I truly believe that with the way that my life was going, had I had that type of money at my disposal, it would not have been a good thing. And I don't, I don't know that I would have lived through that. And that sounds like a very extreme thing to say, but I truly believe that. 
And I truly believe that, you know, so many things in life, and you hear people say this all the time, but you hear about those unanswered prayers and that, you know, sometimes God doesn't give you what you think you need. And it take it took a few years. It took, you know, how 10 years even to look back on that and say, wow, thank goodness I was I was redirected in a way. Thank goodness I didn't win that money. I didn't get in the right taxi that day because that really played in my favor. And here I am today, like the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I've been through all of these things and I'm now like sharing this message. That was a really powerful lesson that I learned on that season, The Amazing Race. And, you know, whether you're a listener that's like been through something that you still don't necessarily know, why did this happen to me? Or why did I not get that thing that I wanted so badly? Like I still long for that thing. Just hold out a little bit longer. Just know that things happen in our lives and we don't achieve things or we don't get things or something totally different happens than, than the thing that we thought we wanted. And sometimes it takes a while to see why that happened, but have faith that you will, you will one day understand that. And sometimes in such a powerful way, like I did with that lesson. I want to touch on today's sponsor one more time, Smart Cups. So if you guys have been watching us on Instagram or like following us on YouTube or these podcasts for a while, you know that there are these things called Smart Cups that we love. They're basically a printed energy drink. It's a cup. It has the energy drink printed on the bottom. You pour water into it and it turns into this amazing drink. And it's the best energy from any sort of energy drink that I've ever drank in my life. And I never crash off of them, which is why we've been hooked on them for over a year now. We're totally obsessed. They've just actually reformulated a lot of their flavors. So even if you tried them before, I would encourage you to try some of these new flavors. So you can go to smartcups.com, enter the code Mallory20 for a discount. And if you have not tried these, just try them. They literally will change your life. I'm so obsessed and they are a must have in my pantry. So thanks so much to Smart Cups for sponsoring this episode of today's podcast. So that's one lesson that I learned from that. This other lesson is from the first season of The Amazing Race. So the first season, everything is new and fresh and fun. And there's about 12 legs. So there's 12 episodes that you watch on TV. There's 12 legs. Usually you go to at least one, sometimes two countries while you're doing these challenges or whatever. We made it to about the eighth or the ninth leg in this season. And it was in a country called Oman, which is in the Middle East, that we lost that season of Amazing Race. And what happened in this episode taught me also a powerful lesson. So my dad and I were in Oman and we'd landed in Oman. We actually slept on the ground and two of our closest friends that like we were on the Amazing Race with, they got engaged. Like I can remember like we were sleeping literally like on the blankets we had pulled off of the airline on this hard ground. There were these like pharaoh cats crawling all around us and we're literally huddled up to these people that were sleeping beside that just a few weeks ago were complete strangers to us. We woke up and we start running this leg of the race. And in this country called Oman, we had to go to this huge cave and like rappel off the side of this cliff. It was like one of the largest rappels like in the world or whatever. So big part of the amazing race is like getting to the destination because people get lost or people go the wrong way. And a lot of times that's what loses the amazing race for you. So like I said, it's not even that physical or that mental thing. It's the in-between that that messes people up and that really gets people turned around. So during this leg of the race, like a lot of times, because you don't have a cell phone, you can't just map quest how to get somewhere. You have to go somewhere and find someone that can tell you how to get somewhere, or you have to buy a map, 
Who knows how to use a map these days? I used a lot of maps back then when I was on this show. So we bought this map and we saw the shortest route to get to this rappel, which was our next challenge, was this way. So we're all leaving the gas station. A lot of times you're like a school of fish in the beginning of these episodes and people are bouncing off of each other and everybody's driving in a different direction. And sometimes my strategy on The Amazing Race was kind of stick with the pack and we knew we were physically and, and mentally strong enough to beat some of the other teams once we got to the challenges. So if you can kind of stay with the people and you can push ahead in those challenges in the beginning or on the first half of the Amazing Race, you can really kind of like pull ahead. All of my friends took this one route. And I remember my dad had looked at the map and he's like, we got to go this way. And I can still remember my friend Thomas waving out the window, like, come this way, come this way, Mal, come on, Gary. Because like, you're really like, you form these alliances and things in the beginning of the show and it doesn't get super competitive sometimes until the very end. And we took a different road. So we drive and we drive and we drive and we get to where we're almost to this challenge. And we're like here out in the middle of nowhere, we're by ourselves. We haven't seen teams in hours and we get to this place in the road there had been some sort of like weather disaster that week and the road was washed out and we'd been driving for about three hours. So there was absolutely no way around it. There was no detour around. We literally had to turn around, drive three hours almost back to the point where we started from and drive the route that everybody else had driven. So at that point in time, we knew we were about six hours behind everyone else and it would be almost impossible to catch up. We almost did catch up, but... We didn't. Initially, like we, we, we thought we could, but that's how we lost this leg of the race. And I can remember something that I learned in this episode. A, there are things that are out of your control. And B, like I said, my amazing race partner was my dad. And if you guys have been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you know, he's done a lot of episodes with me. He's this wise, very like, he's, he's just this amazing man who he's just always steady. And he and I were the perfect team because I was high energy and I could do all these uh, challenges and make all these alliances and all these things. But he was always steady and he always had a plan and he could firmly make a decision and go with it. And he didn't always have to go with the rest of the pack because he was really confident in his own decisions. And like a lot of times in life, when we are angry at something or something's happened to us that was out of our control and we're upset, who do we take it out on? Who do we say, I told you, you ruined it. You, if you wouldn't have done this, then this wouldn't have happened. It's the people that we love the most. It's the people that we're the closest to. And what was really, really interesting when I was on The Amazing Race, my dad and I got along about 85% of the time. There were 15% of the time that we fought like cats and dogs. And we blew up, or not my dad, it was me blowing up at him because my dad's like just so steady and like never raises his voice or gets angry. But the beautiful thing about this show, and they didn't show a lot of it because it didn't happen all the time, but I got to see myself do these things. And I got to realize the things that I was doing that 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 wasn't my dad's fault. Why did I blow up at him about that? Like whenever I was in that country and this thing happened. And a lot of times in our lives, in your life, the people that are listening to this, you blow up at the people you love. You blow up at the people you love. You blow up, you blame, you blame, you blame. And a lot of times you don't get the luxury of watching that back in front of you on a TV screen and you end up severing a relationship or you end up wearing a person that you love down and you don't even realize you're doing it. 
and then you build up resentment and you build up all of these things or someone starts pulling back from you because they're like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I can't take you blowing up about me because you've had a stressful day at work. I can't take you blowing up at me because you've had a stressful day with the children or because you're unhappy with yourself or because you feel like you've lost your direction and your footing in life. So many times in our lives, we take things out on the people that we love that have nothing to do with the people we love. And like I said, we don't get the luxury of watching those things back and being able to say, ooh, I'm not going to do that the next time. I'm going to be really conscious of this because I just saw myself do that and it was ugly and I don't want to do that to the people that I love. So that was a really powerful lesson that I was able to learn because I was able to watch myself doing that. And still to this day, I, I will sometimes like blow up at a person that I love over something that has nothing to do with them. But I can remember seeing myself do that. I can remember hearing myself do that and thinking to myself as I was watching it, as other people were watching it, that wasn't his fault or that was something totally different that made me say that. Why did I say that to him? So that was a powerful, powerful lesson that I learned from the show. And a lot of times, you know, you can watch this on these reality shows, whether it's The Amazing Race, the show that I was on or another show, you can see people and from the outside looking in and watching these people in these just in close proximity with someone they love. And you can say, ooh, you know, that's not going to work out. Or why, why is she acting like that? Or he acting like that? And I just want you to be conscious and, and watch your life today or this week like you're watching it back on a TV screen. Are there people that you're taking something out on in your own life that it's got nothing to do with them? Or are you harboring resentment towards someone that tends to take things out on you? And try and get to the bottom of that. And try and make the, the video, the reality show of your life look a little bit different moving forward. I always can, can just see myself and see that image of, of me actually doing that uh, play out in front of me. And I have the luxury of that. But if you don't, I really, wanna, I really want you to think about that as you're listening to this podcast and think of the people that you're taking things out on or that you're possibly getting things taken out on. And really try and redirect yourself if you feel like you're doing that. So those were just a couple lessons learned that I learned on The Amazing Race. And like I said, it was an amazing experience in my life. And I learned a lot of things. And I feel super, super grateful to have had that time with my dad, who's one of my best friends. But I feel super grateful to have been able to learn some of these lessons and to travel the world like this and be in such a high-pressure environment because I learned a lot of really important things about myself that I still remember today. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Living Fully. Tune in next Monday for more. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.